0: I'm Emily Washkovic, Yelp small business expert. Every episode, I pick one review on Yelp and talk to the entrepreneur and the reviewer about the story and business lessons behind their interaction. This week, we're going to reflect on the advice and wisdom shared by previous guests and revisit my favorite topic, the importance of having a review response strategy for your business and leveraging your online presence to attract new customers. Whether it's a Yelp listing or another online review site, your reputation matters and is a reflection of the work you do in person with your customers. Having a strategy in place for responding to reviews can help you maximize that online presence and spread the word about who you are and what you do, the way word of mouth does, but amplified. A big misconception when it comes to online reviews is that you only need a strategy or plan for responding in the case of a negative or critical review. In fact, there's so much opportunity in responding to all types of reviews, even those that are glowingly positive. Another thing many assume but get wrong is the idea that online reviews are mostly negative. On Yelp, over 75% of our reviews are positive, and we have more five-star reviews than one, two, and three-star reviews combined. Most people overwhelmingly turn to Yelp to share positive reviews of places they love, rather than criticize places they don't. So instead of fearing the negative, get excited for the positive and have a plan in place for when you receive both.
1: Honestly, I'm grateful for every positive and negative review. I think there's something to take from every review. And yes, we take them to heart because I generally care about the business. And if we do get a negative review, well, I want to know what happened, right? I want to know what went wrong with this guest that maybe we can prevent from the next guest or maybe I can get this guest to come back. So there's something to take from every review. One of our core values is do the right thing. You know, all we're trying to do and what we preach to staff is try to do the right thing. When it comes to reviews, like I said, we try to take a little bit of everything from every review. Positive ones, I do focus a lot on. I think a lot of uh, owners, maybe they just take it and they go, okay, great. And they move on. I try not to. I take that one, I take it to the staff and I say, hey, look, someone said something great about you because it makes them feel good. And then they, they strive to do better. They want to do it again. and They want to do it again. It's just positive reinforcement. And then the opportunities from the negative ones, we take those and we say, "Hey, hostess, know the communication about the wait. I can say thank you for letting them know that, that they were going to be ten minutes and sticking to the ten minutes. And then there may be you know something negative where someone didn't enjoy a dish. You know, we can take that feedback. Mistakes happen. Maybe somebody forgot something in the, in the dish, or they forgot the lentils underneath the <laughs> the fish. Or things happen all the time. So we're grateful. We're grateful for all the negatives." all the positives, there's something to take from all of them and their coaching opportunities, positive and negative. That's just how it is.
0: Taking in feedback and insights from both positive and negative reviews will benefit your business. And honestly, simply being open to hearing customer opinions and not jumping directly to star rating or right and wrong can provide valuable learnings and insights.
2: We make sure we understand, because in my opinion, if there is a negative review, it's a good teaching moment, no matter what it is. Even if we didn't do anything wrong, it's still a good teaching moment. So we do address that. We try to respond to every single review to say thank you. That's important.
0: And it certainly makes an impact on your consumers as well.
3: I'm a huge advocate for engaging either way, positive or negative. Look, you have to respond and within a timely manner and be consistent about it. If there are reviews online and I'm looking at them and there's no response, it's just a lack of interest or it's you cannot be too busy to respond that takes you literally 20 seconds and, and type it out. So the response is massive. And anytime that I have received one back, good or bad, I'm grateful for it because I'm like, okay, they, they actually read it. They took it. They're going to take it into consideration and they're going to hopefully make the adjustment, right? because that has to breed action. And there have been times where I have switched reviews to make it higher. And there have been times that I've made it lower after the experience, right? So the opportunity is at your hand. They came in your restaurant already, being critical in one area without looking at the whole picture too is also a big thing. But the the owners need to respond. It is a must, no matter what. I'm a huge advocate for it. I'm in business as well. And I recommend that to my clients as if, if you do not leave feedback, It just seems like you either don't care or it's not important to you. And that's a big deal because people will see it subconsciously or not.
0: Your response can deepen the relationship with the customer and it can reflect your customer service practices to all future consumers as well. When I'm reading reviews about a business and I see a company responding, it gives me an idea about who that company is. To me, a random one-star doesn't mean much to me because usually I'm like, okay, Karen, moving on, but I can tell a lot when I see a business responding about what kind of business model they have. Are they customer focused? Are they calm, cool, and collected in their response? There's so much you can learn about the company that you're about to do business with, So keep that in mind when you're responding to reviews. As the business owner or manager, you need to make sure that you're taking the high road and remaining professional in your response. Even if the reviewer isn't playing fair or being honest in their review, don't stoop to their level. So how do you go about responding to critical reviews, especially when your emotions are high? Usually,
4: I will start off the conversation, whether it's on email, whether it's public online on Yelp, or however else we reach the customer. And in a true empathetic, fados fashion, with a lot of sincerity, I'm going to say something like, I wish I could turn the clock back and make this right in your experience the first time. At that point, to be honest, I'm not concerned about getting the person to change the hypothetical one-star review to a two-star review or a five-star review. I'm not looking for more stars, okay? And I want to talk about that for a moment. I'm looking to express sincerity. I'm looking to express care. And I'm looking to express what can we do to make this right.
0: And Nick makes another really important point when it comes to making things right or turning around the consumer's experience if you have something good to
4: say, say it right away. If you don't take a deep breath, and we never, ever, ever have replied to a review angrily, okay? We've never lost our temper in that situation. Maybe we're disappointed. Maybe it's a situation where we felt like we went above and beyond to help somebody, but the experience did not turn out the way the person expected it to. Those things do happen, but if i'm going to reply to a negative review and by the way i reply to all the negative reviews personally it's not something that's assigned to anybody the review is first of all the write back is never immediate okay i let it sit for a day or two and there are times in fact just a little hint to the yelp listeners there are times when that reviewer might fall outside of the yelp algorithm and the review may just disappear because it's not credible maybe the person it's the only one review that they've written and whatever the algorithm is that drops reviews it causes that review to fall off so i kind of wait and hope that happens first of all secondly i'll write the reply in word okay on a document that cannot possibly accidentally be posted and i'll read it i'll reread it and then maybe edit it and then finally i will post it if we are fortunate enough, and in many cases we are, where we can track this person down to a specific order. Before I even reach out on Yelp, I'm gonna send them an email privately if I have their email address and I will address their disappointment. And I hope to be able to do something. And the key word to us is we hope to be able to make amends. That's really a straightforward way to apologize and hey, I wanna make this right and throw it in the customer's hands and ask them, what can we do to correct the situation? And if they reply to us and if it's resolved without asking, we hope that the review goes down or we hope that the review is updated. And we hope that the consumer at that point takes it upon themselves to readdress the issue with what happened subsequent to the negative review. I will parenthesize here for a moment. I'm going to say that you know, oftentimes a negative review is not bad if it's followed up online with a resolution and a show of how you resolved it. So either the customer will take down the review or they will post a follow-up with hopefully more stars. Or at that point, I would step in and write something, thank you for giving us the opportunity to make this right for you. And I hope you have accepted our full refund and the complimentary flowers and you know everything else that we did for you. And so we will state our case if they have not. If they have, then we're going to come back with a humble expression of appreciation. Not over the top, not overly extensive, okay? Humble, positive, and grateful to the person that they said or did what they said and for giving us the opportunity to do that. So that's basically the rules that we follow when it comes time to addressing a negative review. And most of the time, yeah, it works out that way. I will say that it's an entire playbook on how we go about it step by step. And in no case have we ever deviated from that playbook, which of course has evolved over time,
0: expressing sincerity, not being overly concerned with the star rating, but rather the customer's experience and making things right or turning them around. That's what's important. Something else I find extremely important to mention is that not all feedback or criticism is valid or worth making a change in response to. Grooming salon owner Josh has lots of experience with customer expectations and sometimes getting criticism for things out of his team's control. His perspective is helpful.
2: If it's a great one, we're like, wow, thank you. We love it. If it's a bad one, of course, any business gets bad reviews. It's It's been rare for us, but of course, we getting bigger and bigger and bigger. You get those. But those reviews are always a person who doesn't understand what is possible for their dog. It's never something like, this person messed up a haircut. I didn't want this. Or it's never been, my dog was hurt or my dog felt this way. It's something like, I wanted a full teddy bear cut and they shaped my dog, but it's also your dog was very matted. It's nothing we could have done. We explained everything to you. You're just not satisfied. And it's that still is just where we feel like educating the owner, but not everybody is want to hear that or take that. And sometimes, you know, some people get very defensive about their dog and they feel like they're doing everything possible for their dog, but it's just not. (laughs) I don't know how to explain it, but we try our best to explain and educate, but we can't make every single person happy. We just try our best.
0: We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll talk about what to do when you're in the wrong and the best way to encourage engagement and feedback from your customers without asking for reviews. Are you a small business owner? Did you know that Visa's online small business hub has tools, discounts, and resources to help you run your business? So whether you're a business beginner or an entrepreneurial expert, find the solutions, tools, and tips you need to help take your business to the next level. Plus, if you have a Visa business credit or debit card, you can get access to cardholder benefits like Visa Savings Edge, a savings program which can help you save on everyday business expenses like office essentials, travel, and more. When you enroll your Visa business card in Visa Savings Edge, you'll have access to valuable offers which can help turn qualifying business purchases made with your enrolled Visa business card into savings for your business. Learn more at visa.com slash smallbusinesshub. Once again, that that's visa.com slash smallbusinesshub. Visa, a network working for everyone. And our next sponsor. This podcast is brought to you by State Farm. Being a small business owner can be so fulfilling, rewarding, and let's be honest, a little scary from time to time. Doing your own thing and being your own boss is great, but sometimes it can make you feel like you are all alone especially when things aren't going great? Well, the folks at State Farm want you to know that you aren't alone. State Farm has thousands of agents who are small business owners too. So they know what it takes to protect everything you've worked so hard for. State Farm has an assortment of insurance policies for small businesses that can be tailored to your needs. So whether you're a hairstylist, an electrician, or a florist, State Farm agents are ready to help. Learn more and find an agent today at statefarm.com forward slash small business. Again, that's statefarm.com forward slash small business. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
5: Notifications for Yelp and the not. And so I'll always read those. And for the most part, they are always five star, which is just incredible. And we're actually, we've been putting together a little like book of good reviews, just both as like a hey, clients that when you're like waiting around, here's this cool book you can look at, but also hey, Corey, you're having a bad day, read this. And so those are always really nice. It makes me really happy because I know most people don't review, but It means that those people had such a stellar experience that they felt the need to tell strangers how cool we are. And that just makes my day. We have had a handful of one-star reviews, which is always like an absolute day ruiner. But I've learned that you can't make everybody happy. And sometimes it truly is out my fault. And I will own up to that. But you can't make everybody happy. You're not always going to get along with everybody. And sometimes things just happen where maybe we just didn't do something the right way, or I made the mistake of overestimating one of my employees' skills at the time. And looking back, it's like, oh gosh, yeah, we were super busy and I didn't take the time I really should have to really look over this client and make sure that things were okay. I think the hardest is when. The client leaves and seems happy. And then I get a one-star review and it's like, oh, we could have talked about this. But I always try to like make it right. I will always respond. I try to respond to every review, but I will always respond to negative reviews because the thing is, that's how you grow. And that's how I like learn like, okay, we hacked up here. Let's fix this. And also people who are looking at reviews, they're going to look at your negative reviews and... If you're not responding to those negative reviews, then it's
0: clear that you do not care. We're all human. Businesses are made up of humans. And sometimes things go wrong or people's expectations aren't met. When that happens, you want to acknowledge it and see if there's any potential learning or takeaway you can gather for your team. Critical reviews can hurt, but they can also be helpful.
1: So usually, by the time I listen to somebody, half the time... That's all Yelp's doing anyway. They want people to listen. They want people to hear what they had to say. They want to voice this concern because it's not okay. And and I'll listen to them and I'll be like, I'm taking action on this. I'm going into my company. and I'm going to build a better company. Every time I thank them for it, thank you for the one-star review. This is how I grow. Without you bringing these mistakes to my attention, I would never know they were occurring. So you're a layer of accountability for me to build a better business. And usually I send them like treats in the mail. I'll say, hey, I, I know who it is. I have in my system. Something that I never ask somebody to change a review, ever. Never. Leave that up there. That's real. You'd be amazed. I bet half, if not three-quarter of those reviews go from one to five stars just because you listen to them. And, and they got the result they were looking for.
0: Josh is right. Having a plan in place to connect with customers and try to make things right can often result in them updating their review or turning around their comments about the business. But that's not always the outcome. And remember, it's not truly our goal either. More than anything, we want to respond to reviews as a way to reflect our customer service practices to all potential customers.
6: I take reviews very serious and sometimes a little too personal, which I've had to learn to back away from that because it has ruined my week before. If someone says something that's untrue and then I feel like I have to get defensive and defend myself, which I have learned to hold back on that, I feel like a business owner should always be paying attention to the reviews. They should always respond back. There is never any of my reviews on Yelp or any of my Google where I have not personally responded. It it comes right on my phone because a couple of things, good reviews, bad reviews, I can respond right away and take care of it if I need to take care of it right away. So it's like a buffer if there's a problem in between and hopefully you can resolve it before it got worse. Because I'm not always here at the store. And sometimes things happen, you know? No one's perfect. I strive for five stars on everything. I get some bad reviews once in a while. But if you look at those reviews, you'll be like, okay, I can see why... This review was this way. I think that as a business owner and just thinking on the other side of it, if someone is taking the time out of their day to write a review for you, the least thing you can do is acknowledge them. The least thing you can do is say thank you. I always like to go in and talk to them and talk about their experience and just give them a little how much we appreciate them. If the customer gets back on, they're going to see that I responded. And if someone else is looking for our business, then they're going to see how we responded as well. It's all about how people are going to treat your business and see your business. And if you're just letting things sit there with no response, well, I'm more likely to go to a business that acknowledges me and says, thank you for taking the time to write a review because no one has to do it. And for them to do that means a lot.
0: I can totally understand the frustration of replying to a critical review and then not hearing back from the reviewer again. It's like they left you hanging. But remember, your response is not to win the reviewer over necessarily. It's more so to reflect your customer service practices to all potential consumers who look at your listing. By sharing a phone number or email address for people to get in touch with you, you're more likely to have consumers connect with you directly if they have an issue rather than provide the feedback in the form of a critical review. And remember, sometimes there are even situations where you receive critical feedback, but your business's product or service was delivered or served exactly to your standards. It just didn't meet the expectations of the customer.
7: I got one one one-star review once. It's the most hilarious thing ever. He was mad that we were pre-order only. It was during the pandemic. I didn't have any employees. It was literally myself and my husband. And so... I could only be pre order and I couldn't afford to hire people. It said everywhere that we were pre-order only on online. It said we everywhere. And so he wrote a review and I, I did respond to the review. I was not rude. I responded to the review and I told him that I didn't feel it was fair that he was holding us to a standard that he had created and, and not a standard that we as a business model had ever set. We had explicitly said from day one that we were only pre order and that was our service model all the way. And we actually were never going to be walk up. The only reason we offered walk up was because of this one star review.
0: This might seem completely unfair that a consumer ranked a business one star for not offering something they never offered, but try to get out of the mindset of being consumed with the star rating and take it as an opportunity to state who you are and what you provide. Natasha may have started selling Pie by the Slice after that negative review, but she could have just as easily written a public response to affirm that she doesn't sell Pie by the Slice, but you can connect with the business online to place an order for pickup. The last topic I want to cover today is growing your online reputation and spreading the word about who you are and what you do without soliciting or asking for reviews. On Yelp, it's against our terms of service and content guidelines to solicit or ask your customers for reviews. And to be honest, it's a pretty icky thing from the consumer perspective anyway. You want customers to naturally share their experiences with your business online. And a great way to let them know you care about your online reputation and would love to hear their feedback is to let them know you're on social and review platforms. Put links to your listings on your website, in your email signatures, and in other promotional materials. You can also share a review of the week or month from any of your online listings to your social media accounts. This is a great way to remind your existing customers that you'd love to hear their experiences and feedback without making a direct ask. Something you want to avoid is having devices in your business asking customers to write you reviews on the spot or sending mass emails in a newsletter form to a database of customers asking them to write you reviews. Instead, provide great customer service and memorable experiences that will translate into positive customer reviews in no time. It's as easy as that. To wrap up and summarize, creating a great review response strategy is just as important as creating a great consumer experience. I hope this was a valuable guide to how businesses approach responding to reviews. Keep their advice in mind as you look to build your reputation online. This episode featured advice and takeaways from various guests who have been on Behind the Review in the past. To learn more about the episode, check out the blog post and don't forget to subscribe so you get an alert each Thursday when a new episode comes out. To claim your own Yelp business page and start engaging with consumers, visit business.yelp.com. Our theme song is performed by Ali Schwartz and produced by Robbie G of Messerol Sound. The show was produced and edited by Entrepreneur Media.